going to begin our study there in just a moment. Thank you for being here on this last Sunday of 2018. It's been a great year. I know we have a number of visitors here. Uh, thank you for being here. Come back and be with us again as we uh, will worship again tonight at 5 p.m. And, and back together as a family this Wednesday as we will sing psalms to or, uh, songs to our Father in heaven. Thank you for being here today. We're going to begin our study here in just a moment in Nehemiah chapter 1. If you recall, our theme for 2018 has been becoming more like Christ. Well, we're wrapping up 2018, but in 2019, we're going to have another theme for the congregation. Now, this does not mean that all the things that we learned about becoming more like Christ, we now suddenly forget as we go into a new year. Rather, it means that we continue to build. We continue to get better. We must arise and we must build in 2019. When you open up your Bible and look around in the scriptures, there are many examples of individuals or, or people or nations that, that built things. Uh, in Genesis chapter 11 in particular, the, the people during that time, the, they built the Tower of Babel. And that certainly did not work out too well for them. You look at the nation of Israel, they often unfortunately built a number of idols. And that certainly did not work out well for them. But there's another story, and it's one of my favorite stories in the Bible, where we see a group of people where they had this mentality of arising and building. And it's the story of Nehemiah and the Israelites. It's one of the best examples that I think, and it's such an encouraging example when it comes to us. Our theme for 2019 is going to be arise and build. And our theme is going to come from the story of Nehemiah, although there are other examples of, of individuals and the nation of Israel who arose and built a variety of things. The story of Nehemiah, when you think about it, it's obviously a story about Nehemiah helping to build the wall around Jerusalem. But it's much more than just rebuilding the wall. The wall would be completed by the time you get to Nehemiah chapter 6. And yet there are 13 chapters in the book of Nehemiah. Yes, it is about Nehemiah and the people rebuilding the wall. And yet it's so much more. The people of God would also have to continue to, to build upon their faith and to work together in a variety of ways. And it's a great story for us as we think about 2019, as we think about this theme of ours arise and build. And so we're going to look at some details about what 2019 is going to look like here at the West Main Congregation in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I want to just share some details with you concerning the story that we read about in the book of Nehemiah. I want to begin, number one, by talking real quickly about the man named Nehemiah. We read about Nehemiah, and in chapter 1, we see that Nehemiah was a man of God. You look at chapter 1 and verse number 2, we see that he was just a good man overall. He was concerned about his brethren who had been in Jerusalem, uh, and he had received information about the fact that they were now suffering, and he was concerned about them. The, most, uh, the, the majority of chapter 1 is this prayer that he's going to give to God in verses 5 through 11, and we see here that Nehemiah, he was a man of prayer. He was a man of faith, and he certainly was a man of action. And Nehemiah, as I mentioned, he would learn about a problem. There was a problem back in Jerusalem. The problem was that the wall needed to be rebuilt. We see here that the people were suffering in Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, the remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and reproach. And the wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are burned with fire. This is the news that Nehemiah received. And so he learns about this problem and he's going to pray to God. In chapter 1 and verse number 11, 
It appears that Nehemiah had confidence that he could be the one to help his people in need. In verse number 11, he said, O Lord, I beseech you, may your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight to revere your name and make your servant successful today and grant him compassion before this man. So it appears that Nehemiah was already making uh, requests to God uh, to, to open up a door so that he would be able to go back to Jerusalem. And that's what we see in Nehemiah chapter 2. In the first five verses, he's going to stand before King Artaxerxes, and he's going to make a request to go back to assist his people. And so he learned about the problem. And he's going to go back to Jerusalem. The third thing I want you to notice as we look at the story of Nehemiah here is that he's going to provide a solution. He's going to go back to Jerusalem in Nehemiah chapter 2. The good hand of the Lord was upon him. He was going to be successful. And he went back there with a plan. In verse 14, we see that he passed unto the fountain gate in the king's pool, but there was no place for my mount to pass. So I went up at night by the ravine and inspected the wall. Then I entered the valley gate again and returned. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. Nor had I as yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, and the officials, the officials or the rest who did the work. So he went out by, went out by night to examine the problem. And he was going to provide a solution. He was up front with the people. In verse 17, he told them, he said, you see the bad situation we are in. He didn't sugarcoat it. That Jerusalem is desolate and its gates burned by fire. Now watch what he says here. Come. Let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we will no longer be a reproach. You see the confidence that Nehemiah had? He came with a solution. Here's the problem. The wall needs to be rebuilt. Here's the solution. We're going to trust in God. We're going to arise and build, and we are going to be successful. In verse 18, he said, I told them about, I told them how the hand of my God had been favorable to me and also about the king's words which he had spoken to me. Then they said, let us arise and build. There's that language. Let us arise and build. So they put their hands to the good work. In verse 20, as Nehemiah was speaking to some of the enemies of Israel, he answered them and said to them, the God of heaven will give us success. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But you have no portion, right, or memorial in Jerusalem. I love this story because Nehemiah was confident and he went to the people confident and he wanted them to know God is with us. We are going to arise and build. And you know what happened? They bought into it. They believed Nehemiah and the outcome is really amazing. Look at chapter six and Nehemiah chapter six. And I want you to notice that in a short amount of time, Nehemiah chapter six and verse number 15. So the wall was completed on the 25th of the month. Ilu in 52 days. The outcome was that they were successful, but there's so much more to the story than just reading 52 days and the wall was completed. Go back to Nehemiah chapter three here real quickly. And I want to show you this because as we think about our theme, arise and build, this is the mindset we are going to have to have as a congregation. And Nehemiah chapter three, I want you to read this in your own time. Uh, But in verse number two and all the way throughout the chapter, 
we see how men and women were working next to one another. It says next to him. You had these individuals who were working. Look at verse number 20. They weren't merely working, but they were doing it zealously. After him, Baruch, the son of Zabbai, zealously repaired another section. They were they were fired up. They were going to get the job done. They were going to be successful. And it wasn't just a few people that would work. No one was above the work. And verse 28, above the horse gate, the priest carried out repairs, each in front of his house. Everyone was involved. Everyone was working. And part of the story, which is really amazing, is that even in the midst of challenges, this isn't a story where just everything worked out perfectly for 52 days. Life doesn't really happen like that. There were challenges that happened along the way. In chapter 4, we see these enemies of the Israelites, like men like Sambalad, and they would hear the fact that the people of God were rebuilding the wall. In verse number 4, uh, Nehemiah says, Hear, O our God, how we are despised. Return their reproach on their own heads and give them up for plunder in a land of captivity. He's praying to God because there are enemies who are trying to oppose the people from arising and building the wall. But that did not stop Nehemiah and the people. Look at verse 6. So we built the wall and the whole wall was joined together to half its height for the people had a mind to work. You see, nothing was going to get in their way of accomplishing the goal that God wanted them to accomplish, that Nehemiah had laid out for them. And verse 14, the people were afraid. And Nehemiah said, when I saw their fear, I rose and spoke to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Why am I reading all this? Because our theme in 2019 is arise and build. And we have great work to do here at the West Main Church of Christ. We are going to be successful, but we're going to need God. And just as Nehemiah needed the Lord, we're going to need him as well. And while we're going to face some challenges, like uh, challenges where people don't want God's people to be successful, our mindset has to be that we're going to get the work done no matter what. And you read the rest of Nehemiah chapter 4. Nothing was going to get in their way, not the enemies, not fear, not even fatigue, and not even individuals among Israel. In chapter 5, Nehemiah has to address some problems from within. And those problems would be addressed. Why? Because there was a mission that needed to be accomplished. The wall needed to be rebuilt. And the people came together and they worked together. And this is the mindset that they had. And they were successful in 52 days because they worked together, because they trusted God, because they knew what was at stake. They were successful. Now, the story of the wall ends in chapter 6 and verse 15. But there's more to the story. There was other things that they needed to work on and needed to improve upon. And the story of Nehemiah is one that never gets old. And it's one that we need to think about. We think about the story of Nehemiah. We need to ask ourselves a question. What about us? And I think that what we all need to say is that for 2019... It is time for us to arise and build. It's time for us to work even more for the cause of Christ. Now, Jesus has already done all the heavy lifting. He died on the cross. He conquered death, and he's now reigning in heaven. His kingdom is established, and we are citizens in his kingdom. Therefore, we have work to do. Now, let me ask you a question. But in what way are we to arise and build? Think about that for a few minutes. Can you think of some ways in your faith in your homes, and even in this local church, 
where we need to arise and build. Now, the shepherds will have much more to say about this in a few minutes. I want to conclude by saying this. Maybe there's someone here in the audience who needs to arise, who needs to arise and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. While we're going to talk more about our theme, I want to conclude by by extending an invitation. And in Acts 22 and verse 16, we see that the Apostle Paul was told those words, Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. Now is the time for you to arise and to begin building uh, a new walk with Jesus Christ. In 2019, this is the best way for you to begin the new year. But when it comes to baptism, when it comes to being a Christian, it's not about just making some kind of New Year's resolutions. Hey, I want to do this right. I want to be right with God. This is about making a lifelong commitment. And we want you to arise and build and become one with Jesus. Be in Christ. Be complete in him. And if we can help you in any way, we'd love to do so. If you're subject to the invitation, come now as we stand and as we sing.